There you go. Hi, folks. This is Voss here from the com. The com. Hey, we're coming here with another great podcast. Certainly appreciate you guys tuning in. Be sure to refer the show to your friends, neighbors, relatives. Get them to subscribe at thecvpn.com or chrisvosspodcastnetwork.com. There is uh, nine podcasts that are over there. You can check and check them out, listen to them, and tune out all the troubles you may have, and you'll learn all sorts of great stuff you'll actually need to order a bigger cranium from Amazon. So check that out as well. Uh, today is the 500th episode of the Chris Voss Show. It's the landmark 500th episode. And uh, I don't know what that means. I just like saying 500, I guess, technically. It's like the Daytona 500. It's the Chris Voss Show 500. What does that mean? Nothing, actually, but I don't know. Anyway, I don't even know why there's a comparison there. Why is there a comparison there? I don't know. Um, so welcome to the 500th show. I'm really tired. Um, and uh, all right, so show's over. Thanks. Bye. Um, 500 <laughs> shows. Holy crap. 3,500 videos on YouTube. Uh, it's one of those uh, marks that you hit. and You just go, holy crap, how did I get here? And uh, why can't I feel my legs? Um, so... Um, my good friend, uh, Brian Basilico, who runs the Bacon Podcast, you can go to baconpodcast.com, he invited me to be on his 500th show, I think last year, six months ago, um, and uh, I gave him uh, the lead uh, joke for his 500th podcast, and he was kind enough to have me on, so I thought, what better honor, and he's such a funny guy, great friend to have on than Brian Basilico today, so we've invited him. Uh, let's go through his bio. This guy is uh, he's pretty amazing. He's featured in Inc. Magazine. He's an uh, award-winning, internationally recognized author and speaker, and he's the founder and president of B2B Interactive Marketing, an award-winning marketing consulting and production company in Aurora, Illinois. Uh, it was founded in 2001 and helps companies and nonprofits market their products and services through the effective use of online tools, including websites, blogs, emails, social networking, Google SEO, YouTube, and more. His career spans almost 40 years, uh, and uh, he also has a podcast uh, and a book. He's an author. We're going to talk about that as well. We'll talk about his book and the book he's working on right now. And uh, he's got a lot of stuff going on, including the Bacon Podcast, which you should listen to as well. Uh, he's almost at, I think, 580 episodes. Oh, he's at 580 episodes. There we go, June 22. And he's got uh, some of the most brilliant and smartest people on it, including himself. Welcome to the show, Brian. How you doing, buddy? Dude, I'm awesome. Hey, I want to congratulate you on 500 episodes. I don't have an applause button, but I do have this one here. And it goes... That was easy. <laughs> <laughs> it was an easy button. Exactly. Dude, so, I don't know about you, but just saying 500 episodes makes me go... I'm going back to bed. <laughs> yeah. I it, it's amazing, man. You know, you sit down and you think about it. It's like, have I really been doing 500 episodes? I mean, five years, you know, doing this stuff. I mean, I don't know about how long it took you to get to 500, but for me, it was five years. It took us a long time, honestly. I guess I should talk about it. We, uh, the podcast was set up. Uh, in 2010, I believe, 2009, 2010, about the same time the Chris Voss show was. I've been paying Blueberry for all that time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Todd Cochran. Do I get a? Do I get anything? No. Uh, but they, they're a great company and they have great service. They're wonderful yep. people. Um, 
But uh, over the years, uh, we did the podcast, and I really wish I would have committed to it. I, I had seen the success of the podcast of uh, – who's that guy who really kicked off podcasting, got fired off the radio, um, and uh, really kicked off podcasting. Now he's a huge, uh, crazy Trumper. Um, I forget his name. But, I don't uh, know who you're talking about. He's but... got a network of podcasts, but he, he kind of really – laid the foundation and made podcasts huge. And we did a lot of podcasts, uh, I think in 2013, 2014, trying to get, mm-hmm. trying to get the the thing going. And then it kind of seemed like they died. Like, it's like, they kind of seemed like they died out. It, it just became, it was just too hard for people to get the files over. Um, you know, the data really wasn't there and stuff. And then uh, iTunes came out with, you know, a podcast sort of uh, icon. And they really started turning it back into something. And then one day I woke up and went, holy shit, these things are popular again. And we'd been kind of doing the podcast like off and on, but then we get, gave it the big commitment and stuff. So um, that was really cool. So um, the last, I think the last two or three years, we've been hammering it pretty heavy, giving it the roll. But I wish I'd stayed with it 10 years ago. Like I wish I'd really stuck it out. Well, all that matters is you're doing it now. You That's know? true. And now is kind of the time where things are kicking into gear. I mean, I don't know about you, but we have an Alexa in every single room. You know, <laughs> I mean, we do. It's like, you know, uh, the one in the bathroom is so you can, you know, listen to something while you're taking a shower. Or we actually use it as like thunderstorms at night. But I mean, every single one of them, you can listen to a podcast on iHeartRadio or you know, Stitcher or Spotify or something like that. So, you know, there, there are more places for people to listen to them. And, you know, it's all, here's the thing I always say about podcasting is, you know, podcasting can be done in any activity video. You got to sit down in front of a screen. You know, I do not suggest watching YouTube while driving, but (laughs) you know, there are people that do, uh, and uh you know usually their insurance goes up or you know someone gets killed which is sad um but the bottom line is you walking your dogs man you know going to the gym you're working out you're looking schvelt dude i mean i can tell that you've been working out man your arms are like guns um look at that it's amazing um but you know the, the thing is and and somebody else one of the guys i interviewed on the show um Michael Neal, he always talks about getting in people's earballs. You know, it's like you are, you're getting, you're literally getting inside of somebody's head because they have to stick earbuds in, you know. So, are you saying that my ears have balls? Wait, is do. that what the lobe is? That's yes. not a, that's not an earlobe, that's earballs. It's an earball. Yeah, thanks. You know, Ew. it's kind of like, yeah, you know, it's dangling, baby. <laughs> you know, I've had my tongue in some women's ears, but that just ruins it for <laughs> me right there. Sorry, um, dude. You know. So let's get, let's plug your uh, dot coms. Uh, give us all the dot coms and and uh, and uh, stuff so people can Google them uh, there on oh, the interwebs. Dude, well the easiest way is just Google Brian Basilico. You find them all. But B two B dash IM is my main company. That's one of my dot coms. Baconpodcast.com baconcoach.com that's where i have a uh, a bacon system uh um, we coach people on how to eat that's bacon. That- exactly what i do man how to yeah basically how to buy the bacon so they can mm. eat it you yeah. know i don't teach them how to cook it i mean that's what you know the the cooking channel and the food network is for <laughs> um no i just teach them how to make bacon um not physically man we do not harm pigs that's the big thing you know my wife is very anti-animal 
you know, anything, but she does like bacon. She does like chicken and beef and things like that. But no, there's a ton of them. Just Google Brian Basilko. You'll find them all, man. Or Google the bacon podcast. I mean, you, yeah. Yeah, I, it's a wonder bacon hasn't sued you for trying to take over their their brand of bacon because you you have the break you have the bacon podcast you have a you have a book out and then you're working on a book we'll talk about that in the show what's the name of the book that you have you can, people can find well, on Amazon the the book on Amazon there's a couple of them there is the bacon system which is sizzling hot recipes to grow your business the original one is called it's not about you it's about bacon uh, <laughs> relationship marketing and the social media world and i have one called bacon bits which is online networking tips and uh i've got a workbook and then the new book that's coming out is actually a departure um it's called toilet paper math uh, oh that's but right it, but it's the... based on the bacon system and oh. it's really it's really for more b2b online marketing as opposed to you know, the other ones were more for solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, small business. This is for the big boys. So is the toilet paper marketing after you've eaten the bacon? That, yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. The there's, dude, there's so much toilet paper and, and potty humor in that book. It's amazing. I mean, uh, I just finished a chapter called The Poo Poo Platter. And the one before that was the three P's of thought leadership. You know, it's funny. I, I guess I moved it back in the other office. We just got done. We reviewed so many technical products, so many phones, so many things over the years. Uh, we just got re- done reviewing toilet paper. There was a company mm-hmm. called Real Paper. Um, you can see it on the Chris Voss show for the links and stuff, but it's real, R-E-A-L, and it's like a sustainable bamboo toilet paper. Mm-hmm. But I had seen the ads. They started really pushing their product because I guess they are ready before the pandemic, and, you know, everyone ran <laughs> toilet paper, and I'm like... I guess we're going to start reviewing toilet paper now because that's the, you know, that's the most valuable product in the world. (laughs) You know, there there are so many questions in life that people have to ask, you know, it's like, what's the meaning of life? But the other one that I find very interesting is toilet paper. Why do they have to advertise that? That's true. That's true. Well, I mean, you know, there's different, I don't want to say flavors, but (laughs) there definitely is like, I don't know, man. I, 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 years ago we reviewed, uh, what was it? We reviewed, uh, uh, a bidet and I always looked at bidets kind of funny. And then, and then I fell in love with it. It was the greatest thing. It was the greatest life changer. One of the top three life changers of my world a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, uh, we digress. Uh, so you've got, it's not about, go ahead. We don't digress, man. Cause I mean, we're talking. That's right. It's your new book. Yeah. (laughs) We're talking crap. You know, it's what it's all about. Being you, on the you, Chris Voss show is all about talking crap. Pretty much. I mean, it's a shit show. I mean, let's yeah, put it that it way, is. right? Yeah. I, one yeah. thing, I, you know, I've used the term shit show more in the last six months than I think I have in my entire life. Using it since 2015, 16, during the election. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, honestly, I should just change the Apple podcast description from whatever the hell the Chris Voss show says, and I should just say it's a giant fucking shit show. Yeah. I'm not sure Apple let me put that on the description. So you've got, you've got several books. You're working on another book. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love how you've used bacon. Like when I was growing up, my, uh, my father had all these old records from Earl Nightingale. Oh, I love him. Yeah. He, he's got these old record books from this sales uh, thing in Texas. I think it's still around. I think it's called SML or something. Uh, yeah. Sales 
management or something. Well, he, he ran Nightingale Kona, which was yeah. one of the first books on tape kind of things out yeah. there. And yeah, he, that was yeah. based in Chicago. And they, these were like his old original records from radio. Mm-hmm. Um, he would have W. Clement Stone on. It was crazy, but way before Earl Night or uh, Nightingale Kona. Uh, but I used to subscribe to Nightingale Kona too. I, I think I still have some of the tapes. I kept them just for memories. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the lessons in there was selling the sizzle. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I love how you just took bacon over. <laughs> you just made it your brand. You're just like everyone's gonna remember me. <laughs> and they do. And that's the best thing about it. But what most people don't know is bacon is an acronym. I grew up in the corporate world. As a matter of mm-hmm. fact, it was just Father's Day. And, uh, you know, I kind of recounted my father's life working in New York telephone. Mm-hmm. You know, it, when he retired, he was teaching uh, army guys how to retire, you know, how to leave the army and actually become assimilated into culture again. Because those guys have had, you know, their food done for them, their clothes pressed and never had to do anything, you know. And um, but one of the things that, um, you know, my dad taught me was, um, you know, self-respect. I mean, it was the coolest thing about it. But the bacon, he got me a job at AT AT&T. And at AT AT&T, everything was an acronym. You know, you didn't go to the bathroom. You went to the LBR, LGR, little boys room, little girls room. You know, I worked at the <laughs> NSC, the Network Software Center. AT&T was an acronym for American Telephone and Telegraph. So BACON is an acronym for Building Authentic Connections Online Networking. That's what oh. the BACON means. So it stands for something. It I learned does. something new today. I've known yeah. you all these years. I just learned something new. <laughs> And I'm yeah. probably smarter because of it. Well, that's awesome, man. So you're uh, you're a acclaimed author, a speaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, you two around the well, you spread two around the world. You're probably like me. You're probably just uh, uh, bunkered down right now. Yeah, I'm bunkered down, man. I had a gig. I was supposed to speak up in Minneapolis in August. Of course, that got canceled. And yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. As, as long as we're still alive, that's the most important thing. Um, and you're you're approaching 600 episodes. Yep. So what's it like, man? Tell me what it's like when I grow up. As, uh... Well, <laughs> you know, it's an evolution. You know, you start out, it's like, what the hell am I doing this for? Actually, the Bacon <laughs> Podcast was never, it didn't start out as the Bacon Podcast. I came up with this great idea called My Marketing Magnet. And the show bombed. I mean, it, nobody listened to it. And I was in a mastermind. I was talking with a bunch of people and they said, dude, bacon. And as soon as I renamed it to the bacon podcast, it like blew up. And it did. It's like all of a sudden everybody's searching for it. They love the logo. And you know, the thing about doing a podcast, man, it's an evolution. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you start off one way and then you know, it kind of evolves over time. And now, you know, I just basically search out people that I want to sit down and have a coffee with, kind of like we're doing right now, mm-hmm. and just pick their brains mm-hmm. and then let everybody come and listen in. That's all the show is about. You know, it's, yeah. it's like Seinfeld, except it's me sitting down with these really incredibly brilliant people and basically having a conversation about, you know, dude, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? You know? Um, and it's just fun. You know, we're, we're living in a a fishbowl right now. I mean, everything we're doing is on zoom. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, that there's no meetings in Illinois, even though we're, we're phase four right now. Um, but the podcast gives you an opportunity to have this one-on-one human to human interaction that is just fricking cool. 
You know, it gives you an opportunity to get to know people that would never, you know, Bob Berg. I mean, Bob Berg did, wouldn't know me from Adam, but he comes on my show. You know, you came on my show. You know, that's how we got started. You and, didn't know me from Adam. I didn't know me from Adam. I didn't know myself, according to my psychiatrist. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, as long as your psychiatrist knows you, man, you know, that, that's the one thing about The Sopranos. The show really isn't about, it has absolutely nothing to do with uh, the mob. It's all about psychiatry. <laughs> that's why i had trouble watching that show i knew people in, <laughs> i knew people in the mob back in the day were soldiers <laughs> and oh, i was yeah. like i was like those guys would never be in a psychiatry center in fact one of the one of the mobsters was anyway i digress um, <laughs> and i think it was uh, uh i forget which mobster it was but it really ruined his reputation and um and i think they whacked him over it um anyway uh let's see shit you did in the 90s that's our yeah, episode um, exactly so and, and uh i wasn't in the mob just for anybody who was really whatever you just had friends mm-hmm. i had friends in the entertainment business and they would bleed into it uh so what else uh what else is there you know the bacon podcast you've got great guests that are on here in fact i need to go through your guest list and just start ripping your guest list let yeah, me ask you this do you have because you have a brilliant guest list and uh we're working on guesting up the show trying to book more book authors and stuff like that do you have people that lose sight of who you are like do you become the bacon guy or do people still remember your name no they still remember my name i mean that's yeah that's because we're having that one-on-one conversation one of the things that i focus on is making sure that after we've conversed that i have a a relationship with those people afterwards i mean one of the things that i do do i said do do which is perfect for toilet paper math is um Thank you. Um, is I send everybody who comes on the show a personalized bacon mug. And, uh, you know, I didn't. Wait. Yeah, I know. Well, you haven't come on a show recently. You know, oh, that was oh, this yeah. is a recent thing. I was going to yeah. say, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, the 500 show, that was all best ups. You know, those are all people that have been on the show before. So I have to have you I was just honored to be on the front of it, have the front joke. I was glad that. Well, you we, had the best joke of the entire thing. I, mean, I don't even remember what it was. I was going to use it for this bit so people could hear it and get a plug for your show. Because I remember well, it being really funny. Well, here's the thing. All they have to do is go to the Bacon Podcast, look up episode 500, listen to the first 10 seconds, and it's done. Yeah. Then they get you. It was you funny. Know? We just did a, it was like really quick. We just banged It was up. a riff. Yeah. You just riffed and it was like, that's how I'm starting my show. It was perfect. Yeah. Um, like one of the every... things, one of the problems I have is, is people come up to me and this is the reason there's no like official, like sound audio intro to the Chris Foss show. Although, although we're trying to figure out some different ways to do it. But one of the reasons I do my own intro is because people come up to me since we started this thing and they go the Chris Voss show.com. Like I, if, if the Chris Voss wasn't in the name of the show, like people wouldn't even know who the hell I was. Right. They just well, they think up you were some like, the Chris show.com. and I'm like, you, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck. And you're like, you're the guy. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they do that yeah. everywhere. It's just like, yeah. Well, you're famous dude. You know, Not really. Just... No. If you, if you, if you, four buck or five buck, I don't know, what is it? The Starbucks now, 10 bucks. Remember, oh, you yeah. used to buy a coffee for 25 cents out of the vending machine? Oh, had yeah. Little, had little gambling cards on it. And you, I loved it. Yeah. And then you bet with your friends and you looked at the bottom to see what the, the pull card was. Um, so you've been doing how, so you've been doing the bacon podcast for five years. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, uh, like what's, what's the secret to a successful podcast? There's a lot of podcasters out there. Everybody seems to have a podcast. What's, what's the secret to being a great podcaster, Brian? Well, I think the secret to being a, a great podcaster is number one, knowing who your audience is. And number two, learning how to interview people. Hang on. Let me write this down. Cause I need <laughs> 500 fucking mediocre shows. I probably should fucking learn something new. <laughs> Well, you know, it, again, it's just being a conversationalist, man. It's it's coming up with topics that people give a damn about. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> oh shit! Um, you know, one of the beauties of the Chris Voss show too is is uh, I remember name trying to name it years and years ago. I mean, just not not just the podcast, but the whole uh, production of the Chris Voss show. And I was like, what am I going to call this thing? And, uh, you know, there's a lot of different names and social media marketing was big back then. So, you know, everyone's taking up all the social media marketing names. And it just kind of occurred to me um, one day, just kind of light went on. And I'm like, you know, I should just call it the Chris Voss show. And I was resisting calling it that. And I was like, because if I want to change this thing, because I know how I am, I get bored. Like, that's one of the reasons I have tattoos. Because mm-hmm. it, I would go mad because I change so much and I do so many different adventures and things. And I, I I would be like, whatever the tattoo was, like two years later, I'd be hating that thing on my body. Mm-hmm. I'd just be like, I really want something else. And I don't want that anymore. I mean, this is the reason I'm not married. I mean, <laughs> I can't stick with anything. I mean, <laughs> most of you people can stick with a woman for 30 years. I can't get past an hour. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I maybe two. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I just can't. I just can't deal with it for a long periods of time. So I was just like, well, we'll name the Chris Voss show the thing and I can change it to whatever I want. In fact, uh, the Chris Voss show is starting to turn kind of more. We kind of started to move away from tech a little bit recently and open it up to where every now and we'll talk about politics and then uh, Mm -hmm. kind of, kind of more along the uh, line of what you see going on with uh, mainstream talking about topical things like what you see with, uh, Oh, who's that guy who just got picked up by Spotify? Uh, um the, the fear guy rogan i don't know why i can never remember joe rogan's name maybe because i don't know half the time he's just a, a moron um <laughs> yeah but, he's uh, a well-paid moron a well-paid moron now mm-hmm. uh but uh yeah i mean what what do you see going on with podcasts right now like one of the, one of the challenges i've seen is i meet these people and they go i have a podcast and you're like when you look it up on itunes you're like uh, there's 10 to 13 episodes. seems like every podcast that I see that isn't, uh, doesn't have a lot of episodes like you are in mine. Yeah. We have well, like Todd, 13 shows and then they just kind of gave it up. Todd Co- Cochran talked about that on my show, man. He said the average podcast usually doesn't make it to 10 episodes. And yeah. that's because people don't have patience. They don't understand the concept. I mean, here's the bottom line is podcasting is a one-to-one relationship. You're talking to one person at a time. You know, mm. and th- what they're expecting is that it's like advertising. They're going to get out there. People are going to find them. They're going to get famous. <laughs> they're going to make money. And, you know, I can't specifically tell you a time. When I first started the podcast, I monetized it. And the way I monetized it was, is I did affiliate marketing. Everybody who came on my show had something to sell. And I would have a, you know, an affiliate link. And out of 500 podcasts, I, I don't think I've sold a single thing from a podcast. Nothing. <laughs> Zero. Um, 
But that wasn't, you know, <laughs> then I finally figured out that wasn't the point. You know, now have I sold from doing a podcast? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Because it gives you authority. It gives you a voice. It gives you thought leadership. I mean, you can't go on a podcast and regurgitate other people's crap. You know, you got to have an original thought to do a podcast. Really? I've been reading off cue cards of other people's thought that I scraped off the internet. It's pure well, plagiarism. you know, I mean, plagiarism is the highest form of compliment, but dude. I, there's know. actually some of the guys at Chris Voss show. I just copied it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, you know, that's the point. You have to have some original stuff. And, and the bottom line is you do the podcast for yourself. I mean, that's, that's why I do it, you know? Yeah. I probably do it for myself for therapy. It's probably therapeutic or something. It is. I don't know. I've got yeah. such a big mouth and shit needs to get said. And so I just fucking say it. Well, I mean, you, you spend your entire life talking to two Huskies, you know? I mean, that's, that's what you <laughs> sure. do. Yeah. If it wasn't for the two dogs and the podcast, I mean, you'd have nobody to talk to. What I really should do is I should put them on the podcast. You just gave me a brilliant idea. I should have a multi-cam podcast and then I should you have the should. Huskies there and I'll just, and I'll just pan to them every now and then I'll be yeah, like, you should, well, you need a video switcher so you can kind of cut away to yeah, them sleeping. Cause that's the about all I, they're either fighting with each other in the yard or sleeping. <laughs> that's all they ever do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We'll call it the pee poop cam. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> here's the dog tearing something up. Here's the dog sleeping. <laughs> that would be kind of, that would be kind of a funny bit. You, you, you know, you ask the dog a question or you're talking about something, you ask the dog for input and then you turn them and they're just sleeping. You're like, well, this is going well. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. You've got to have some technology left over in the house that could easily hook up to what you got to make that happen. Yeah. The problem is just getting them to stay in one place at one time. And they're Siberians too, so they're rebels. So they're just like, yeah, well, whatever you a, want, we're not doing. They're kind of like put a damn friendly. GoPro on them, then let them wander. You know, I actually have those GoPro mounts for them. It's kind of funny. I should, yeah. I should try mounting them. Uh, in fact, we we moved away from GoPro. We're now using the Osmo Pocket. Uh, I've never heard of those. Uh, let's see. There's one right here. Um, we actually for years love GoPros, and mm-hmm. we switched to the Osmo Pocket. Uh, it's got a built-in 3D access gimbal on it. So we don't oh, wow. have to carry on big gimbal systems for nice the units. And uh, it's got a little screen on the front. Here, let me, hmm. let me hold this properly. It's got a little screen on the front, record. Wow, nice. uh, you can mic it on the bottom, charge it. It's got a wireless plug where you can plug it in. I don't know why this turned into the Osmo Pocket Plug Show, but. Hey, it's all did. good, dude. Well, yeah. I, I've never seen it, so now I knew. Uh, dude, you, know. you got to get one of these. Throw away your GoPro. Yeah. Uh, records in 4k too. Um, mm-hmm. we used to carry on these big GoPro systems. Uh, we'd have the GoPro and then we'd have like a, a whole giant, you know, five pound freaking gimbal. And, mm-hmm. uh, so we could balance it out and get a nice smooth video. And then of course audio hooked up to it and it was just a, it was an apparatus of, of proportion. And, uh, my friend says, uh, Hey dude, have you seen this thing? And I'm like, the hell is that and he's like oh yeah this is, this is better than gopro and i'm like no it's not and uh yeah got one of these man so my gopros <laughs> in fact gopro were what? kind of dicks to us this year they didn't send us the reset when i think they're upset <laughs> yeah well they are now <laughs> they're done well what you know how much does that thing cost i think it's about 300 bucks 250 300 mm-hmm. um and um and then it's got some accessories. There's like a million accessories for it. There's like lenses you can 
turns out there's a magnet they put in there so you can attach some lenses if you want to go wide or fisheye and stuff. Cool. Uh, it's got a micro SD card on the side. There's actually, there's actually like little, if you see the, if you see these mm-hmm. little digits here, yep. there's crap you can slide into it. So I can slide this in and this is a roller where I can pan up, down, left and right during the nice. thing. Um, there's all sorts of other stuff you can put in here. It's crazy. Um, anyway, <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> so you've got your books out. Uh, you want to tell talk more some about the newest book you are, you're working on? Yeah, the newest book is called Toilet Paper Math. And um, so toilet paper in general, when it started out, was four by uh, four and a half inch squares. All right. And over the course of the years, they actually shrunk it down to 4.1 inch squares. <laughs> toilet paper right now is 4.1 inches by 3.7 inches. Okay. And what they've done is they've taken, they put, you know, now they got the double rolls and the triple rolls and all this other stuff. And they put it in a package and they put it up in the shelves. And now you buy these mega packs, right? And they got the math on the side that says, you know, nine equals 64 or, you know, 30 equals 128, you know, and, and you're sitting there going, dude, I know math, but that does not add up. What, you know, and what they're doing is they're selling you less paper rolled up more for more money. You know, it's like buying, remember when you bought an eight ounce tube of anything? Yeah. They're all 5.5 ounce tubes. So yeah. they've done the same thing with toilet paper. And in online marketing, it's the same thing. You know, it's like when people are buying online marketing, they've got Vsauce, man, bright, shiny object syndrome. I see people all the time saying, you know, SEO is the way to go. You got to be on Instagram. You got to be on TikTok. You got to be here, you know, and the reason is why, you know, what are you getting from, you know? Yeah. So the whole book is based around the fact that is what you got to do is really figure out what the heck you're getting for your money and is it worth it? And, you know, to you, do you want to buy the double ply super plus or you want to buy the single ply, you know, whatever, you know, but the bottom line is, is like all that matters is does it do the job and what is the job it's designed to do? Right. Yeah. Well, I think it's a great title and concept because I've been at Costco, like looking at them all mm-hmm. and I'm just like, well, what the hell's going on? <laughs> I, right. I, I know math too. And, uh, I mean, I think one of the ways I used to cheat was I would look at the Costco has a way of going per unit. And so mm-hmm. you look at the little per unit on the Costco thing and figure it out. But you but you're right. It's like it's almost become like, uh, I don't know, some sort of game. Like, I hope well, all products don't start doing that, but maybe they do. I mean, I'm just not paying attention. Yeah, but in internet marketing, man, it's it's the same thing. It's like, you know, here's one of the things I tell my clients all the time is, you know, you want a million followers, I can get you a million followers tomorrow. It costs you five hundred bucks. It's really easy. Snap, it's done. And they go, Yeah, it's great. Okay. The problem is is all of them speak Farsi. <laughs> They'll never buy from you, but I can get you a million followers. Uh, but that's what people sell is like, you know, hey, get the followers, get the influencers. Uh, Did you see the Fire Festival um expose on uh I didn't watch the movie, but I saw experts of it and of course know the story really well. Yeah, I mean yeah. It, basically the whole thing was a giant scam, you know, yeah. and uh, watching that, what really got me about the Fire Festival um, concept was the way they used influencers. Mm-hmm. 
they, you know, they basically got influencers to influence other people to buy tickets. And they're selling these things for $25,000. And these kids are buying it up and they show up and they end up in tents. You know, and this guy got away with it. You know, I mean, Didn't he's he in jail. Prison? Well, he's going yeah. to prison, but yeah. for all practical purposes, yeah. I mean, you know. He, he basically pulled the, you know, Bernie Madoff shell game. And, you know, it, it, towards the end of the movie, he's still living in a penthouse. Yeah, he's going to yeah. go to prison. But, I mean, the time he was living high on the hog, man. Yeah, you know, he's probably like, put some of that money in the Caymans. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, in a trust yeah. or something to, to yeah. protect it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's just crazy, man. That's just yeah. crazy. But that's what internet marketing's like. I mean, you know the game. You've been in the game forever, man. It's like get rich quick. Everybody's talking about, you know, get a million followers, you know, get a big email list, do all these things. In reality, business, it boils down to, you know, who are you talking to today? Yeah. You know, who's that relationship you're building? And that's what everything I've talked about is relationship marketing. All these books, all these concepts are built on that. And you bring up a good point. Um, you know, one of the reasons I knew podcasts were taking off was because I was still getting reports from Blueberry. And I'd taken a few years off, and I was doing other things that were more profitable for me. And, and, uh, and of course, working on YouTube videos and everything else we were doing. And I really thought podcasts had died because it really did take a dip before iTunes picked it up. Yep. And I didn't, you know, there wasn't people doing podcasts in huge amounts. It was just the same amount of people. I started getting these reports on my email that people were like, like listening. And then the numbers started jumping and I'm like, those podcasts are years old. What mm -hmm. the hell is going on? And then numbers just started going up and up and up. And the same thing happened to me with the Chris Voss show for like a year of doing the Chris Voss show. I was doing video back then. This is like 2009, 2010 when just video was really hard to deal with and upload and, and process and mm -hmm. people to even be able to, use it on their phones you know back then uh you know you you paid the company you paid at&t more for uh phone calls than you did for data and data was free mm -hmm. um and uh but but you know um for a year i mean it didn't seem like there was no commenting there was no interaction and the only thing i had keeping me alive was google analytics because mm -hmm. i could see the people were clicking the links on Twitter, Facebook, and everything, LinkedIn, and they were coming to to see what I was doing, and they're reading stuff. So for like a year, I felt like I was just broadcasting into space, and like nothing was happening. But if it wasn't for those analytics, I didn't know anything was happening. And I, I've I've tried to help people start their podcasts and get it going, or start a YouTube channel and get it going. Recently, I helped a friend. Uh, try and start a podcast and I'm like well I'll help you out we'll, we'll do the first one together and I'll, I'll get you going <clears throat> so we did the podcast and did the it was for YouTube trying the YouTube channel started and we did like one show and I kept telling him I'm like you have to build this audience you don't just like you do a podcast and like suddenly five million people are listening right. you have to build it before they'll come you know <laughs> what is that old movie um, and uh, Field of Angels Field of um, dreams. Field of dreams. There you go. Uh, angels in the outfield. The uh, and so uh, you have My to build a centerfold. There you go. That well, that's the story of my childhood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, but you have to build it, and 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 it takes time. And mm -hmm. here I put all those episodes together, and I kind of left it behind. And then all of a sudden, like the numbers took off, and I was like, 
wait, what's going on over there? And like, it started growing like exponentially. And I'm like, people are listening to like podcasts from like three years ago. And I haven't done anything for two or three years. It was like two or three years. I hadn't done anything. And I was like, what the hell's going on? Like, is there some, there's some freakish thing. And then I started looking into it and like podcasts are suddenly like taken off. And I'm like, oh, I should go back to that. I wish I would have stuck with mine through the whole time. Well, it's uh, like, it's like anything else. It's Google juice, man. I mean, you yeah. can, you know, if you have a good title, if you've got something that people are researching and they type it in and they find it, you know, the next thing, you know, they start listening and, you know, I mean, and again, I tried, I've tried a whole bunch of different things. I mean, I've tried a YouTube channel, not much happening there. YouTube is, you know, it's like everything else. Have you ever read the book, The Blue Ocean Strategy? No. Okay. So basically the concept is this, is that there's a red ocean and a blue ocean. The red ocean is where all the sharks are feeding. So as soon as something gets hot, everybody gravitates to it. All the sharks eat and the reason the water's red because all the blood's coming up. <laughs> you know, it's, that's why they call it the blue ocean strategy. Go fish, go basically look where other people aren't and go fill that need. You know, and so, you know, the concept of, of YouTube channels is, you know, I mean, I know you've talked about like Brian G. Johnson and, you know, some of the other YouTubers, you know, they're, they're huge <laughs> into it. But, you know, these guys are creating YouTube channels and one day they're, they're super, you know, well known. The next thing you know, it's gone because YouTube changes the algorithm. You have no control over it. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I we used to make a really good living off of YouTube and they changed mm-hmm. the algorithm and stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, I'm going to have to check out this book, blue ocean strategy. Yeah. It's kind blue of ocean strategy. Yeah. I think we're seeing that right now with TikTok, where TikTok yep. is taking off. And, um, uh, we put some videos up there. I think one of them got like 40,000 views. Uh, oh, yeah. they're, they're all videos of my dogs. So, you know, yeah, people love that stuff, but Jeez, you know, I mean, you. TikTok is a bright, shiny object <clears throat> is the thing where everybody's going to all of a sudden how to make money on TikTok. You know, it's like, yeah. Great. Have you ever oh, seen what it takes to put together an Instagram photo? I mean, it takes a lighting director. It takes a makeup <laughs> artist, hair specialist. You know, it's <laughs> fortunately it doesn't do that much for me. I mean, I just mostly put pictures of my dogs up. Well, because, yeah, but your uh, dogs don't need that. You know, they're no just one, naturally beautiful. No one's buying this face. <laughs> I mean, I've got I've got moobs, but definitely uh, the same kind of boobs that go that go. I I honestly wish I was a chick uh, sometimes when it comes to the internet because because I would just kill it because all you got to do is, is just get on there and, and be semi hot. Even nowadays, these girls, and I'm not knocking them. Uh, these girls, you know, they, you, you can look like me and they have these makeup tutorials oh, that yeah. when you're done, I'll look like a uh, Victoria's secret, uh, uh, walkway model. Like, mm-hmm. and then, you know, <laughs> I'm afraid to go to bars and pick up chicks now because I don't know what I don't know what I'm going to go home to. <laughs> it's like ah shit, holy crap, dude! You know, <laughs> a little Lola action. I mean, I mean, seriously, L-O-L-A. you watch some of those videos where you're, yeah, Lola, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just don't go to the tranny bar. Um, no. Well, but, you're uh, not in Vegas anymore, man. That's a lot more prevalent yeah, there. You there. There you go. Um, the uh but no i mean yeah it's kind of interesting but the other thing too is it's so pervasive uh tiktok in its thing we were talking about this pre-show because you came on the show 
And I've been watching TikTok so much uh, late at night. When I go to bed, I, I try to use TikTok as like a way to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Turns out it's the opposite. It's keeping me awake for two, three hours when I go to sleep. Because you're just like, ah, oh, just flip to the next one. And then you're like, ah, uh, just one more. And then, <laughs> you know, and then I, I pretty much after a while learn like all the common things. Like I know all the top songs now. In fact, now I've been using the top songs. So now I know what they're called, which is even worse. But it was funny. You came on the show. And the first thing that when I saw your name, Brian, I went to the, I went to the, uh, what would you call it on TikTok? The, the meme or the average thing. And I, and I went, Brian, is this our vacation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brian, are we trash? Yeah. kind of. <laughs> you know, like as soon as I saw your name, I just went, uh, and I'm like, man, I need to check myself into rehab here. <laughs> Yeah, maybe and, we need to be doing the podcast on TikTok in one one and a half in a formats or something. I don't know. Yeah, us in small bites could be good. <laughs> oh, a joke Speaking of sharks, I can't feeding. find it. <laughs> I don't know if it's a merry joke or a single giant joke. I, I just can't find the joke for that, but I know there's one out there somewhere. Oh, there is. Fill in the blank here. Um, the uh that that's the name of the next podcast fill in the blank yeah. <laughs> people, people come on they're like as uh, chris was uh it's the it's the fill in the blank show um i don't really have any material so you fill it in well it, you know you could do a, a show put road specific, noise in the background you could do a show specifically for prisons called fill in the blank i mean you know if you wanted to <laughs> You know, no one does a prison podcast. It could it could be a big hit, man. Yeah, Death Row Podcast. There's Death Row Records. Maybe that you know I could I mm-hmm. could steal a little SEO off mm-hmm. that Death Row. Yeah. Uh, Death Row the Death Row Podcast. Are you on Death Row and wondering how the hell you got here and where you're going? Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> for the next week. <laughs> That's right. Let me give you some life lessons that will help you with your <laughs> last few days. <laughs> how to improve your next final week. <laughs> yeah. uh which electric chair is the best chair that's right yeah we're gonna review them (laughs) today we're reviewing model number x yeah the model x3 has a really nice comfortable seat you know the the wood back it's a little cranky (laughs) you have you on more often brian you bring out the best to me um yeah, the uh, yeah, we're just checking out model number. Uh, you know, uh, what's what's the best? What's the best? Uh, what's the best needles for the uh, gas chamber there? Yeah, mm-hmm. all the best gases today on the on the uh, film. That's right. <laughs> Death Row, Death Row <laughs> podcast. What's the best way to uh, not be raped in the kitchen in the bathrooms at uh, the prison? Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, enough prison jokes. Yes, we're, we're done with that. Let's whole, move on. Like people right now are just like, this really went dark. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can still see it. <laughs> All right, so back to bacon. Yes. <laughs> we'll just, bacon will drag us back and bring we're us back. We're not talking about back bacon. We're talking about back to bacon. So let me ask you this. Do you ever have vegans give you a hard time? All the time, yeah. <laughs> I actually, I've had one guest in in five and a half years, almost six years, that she literally said to me, she says, I cannot come on your show. I am a vegan. I said, you realize bacon is an acronym? And she says, no, but just looking at it makes me sick. I cannot come on your show. And it's like, okay, it's your choice. You don't want to talk to a few thousand people? That's fine. Go ahead. Sure, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah no, I have. I'm, 
Yeah, but here's here's the thing. You know, when you really get down to brass tacks, okay, you know, people are basically killing vegetables every single day. You yeah. know, they cut them down, <laughs> they put them in salads, and they eat them. Can we stop the madness? I mean, yeah. why, why do vegetables get, you know, murdered every single day for salads? They are a living organism. I mean, mm-hmm. really. I mean, they probably have feelings. We just don't really They do. Know. People talk I mean, to plants. Yeah. They grow better. Yeah. That's so. true. You bring up a good point. Wow. I I eat salads every day because I'm trying to stay healthy at my old mm-hmm. age, and now you, you've put guilt on me like nothing else. Well, I mean, I did grow up Catholic in New York. I mean, my mother was a travel agent <laughs> for guilt trips. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really good at it. Guilt trip, holy crap. Wow. All right. Yeah, I guess what well, what mother isn't really. I mean, isn't that yeah. isn't that the number one role of mothers? Bring you into it is. Yeah. Bring you into this world and then give you enough uh, mental challenges to spend the next ten years in psychiatry therapy. Oh yeah. That's uh, yeah. the mothers that give and give it away. Um what are some other what are some other high points of your uh five hundred episode uh career? Of well, almost six hundred now, and you're on the Bacon Podcast. Well, the you know the high points are some of the people I get to interview. I mean, my favorite ones are the academics or the guys that work at colleges and stuff like that, and they talk about the psychology behind social media. And you know, there's I just interviewed a guy, um, uh, Jim Barry is his name, and he is a, a dude down in Florida who did an academic study of 170 influencers. And what does it mean to, you know, be an influencer? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he talked about things like, you know, empathy and um, uh, uh, having authority, original thought concept, being a thought leader, but authenticity, you know, all the kind of things that really, you know, we're authentic. I mean, you, what you see is what you get, you know, so it's, it's like, how, you, how do these people become thought leaders? How do they become influencers? You know, when you sit and you start thinking about some of this stuff, it's kind of cool. You know, it's it gets down to basic human psychology. And, you know, that's essentially what we're all in the mind melding business. You know, this is media. You know, I mean, I, I had a guy just go on Facebook and just give me this rant. Um, you know, the media, blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, you know, I, you know, I. I understand what you're saying. Uh, where do you get your information from? I've got thousands of sources. In other words, he's listening to media. You know, <laughs> he's trying to make his point that his media is correct and my media is wrong. And you, you get guys doing this all the time. You know, it's like you believe what you believe, right? You know, the, we're in the we're in the convincing business. That's what we do. We convince yeah. people to think. You know. I try and convince people to think. I'm not sure it's working every time I turn on the television, but maybe they're not listening to the Chris Voss show. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, if they're if they're buying stuff, I mean, you convince me to get one of those little mini cams, you know, get rid Did of I, my, uh, I just sold one of those. I need to send you an affiliate link so I can make money on it. Yeah, send me the affiliate link, dude. Cause I'll, yeah, just put it in the chat the window, you know. And then, but no, yeah. seriously, you know, that's that's what an influencer does. You show new stuff, man. Yeah, what have I plugged in the show so far? I've plugged real toilet paper. And mm-hmm. I plugged the Osmo pocket. No, it really is good. And what's funny about it is um, for years, since I think 2013, we've gotten a GoPro every year from GoPro. Mm-hmm. And I think we screwed up this year because I didn't ask in time because I'm so used to get. No, we didn't screw it up this year. I did ask in time because I always try and take one to CES. Right. And I think they caught wind of my Osmo pocket videos. Uh, 
and uh, and how much I loved them, and the fact that it sold my GoPro for <laughs> 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 a thing. I hadn't said it was better. I just said, you know what? Right. This has replaced my GoPro. Mm. And I think they either caught wind of it. I know they were production problems or something. They always seem to be having that lately. And so this is the first year we didn't get a GoPro, but I didn't care because I'm just like, I really love the Osmo Pocket. It does, you know, if you if you saw the rack that we used to do, if anyone's seen me in a show or something, I mean, half my gig bag was this giant 3D gimbal and uh, mics and crap for the GoPro and a holder for it. And, and there was, you know, all these pieces and parts where I was holding different things. Uh, this thing is just amazing at how small it is. It's just yeah. it's crazy. Um, the only, the only, the only challenge is, is you got to be really careful with it because it's kind of a one dropper. Um, although we, it's been dropped and banged and survived. I've, I've been surprised, but if you, if you drop this 3d access gimbal, just right, uh, you're out of money, but they actually right. sell insurance for it. I think it was like 25 bucks mm-hmm. and it's a, uh, it's really good insurance cause they're, they're really smart and they know that, um, and it's DJI, it's a company that makes the drones. Um, and so they, they actually sell you for like 25 bucks, this insurance. That's like a no, no questions asked, send it in. We'll replace it. They only do it once. But, uh, and I was like, Hey, that's not that bad. 25 bucks for insurance for this little baby. If it drops, uh, good to go. But I, yeah, it it's not bad. I mean, you drop an iPhone, it's, it's a hundred bucks to get the glass replaced. Everybody's done it. My, you know, my wife was crying. I mean, she, she had it in her pocket and it fell out and hit the concrete and it's like, Oh, I broke my phone. Just give it to me. It's a hundred bucks. I went and got the thing fixed. I brought it back. She's happy. You know, she, but it's, it's like, you know, life happens with this stuff, but dude, think about it. You know, I just put up a meme this weekend and it was, it was basically a phone and it was surrounded by, a calendar, a, um, a answering machine, a camera, all these other things. And they're all standing around this phone going, you're the asshole who stole our job. <laughs> you know? Think about all of the condensation of all of the tools that we have. And the fact that these guys, and then now it totally makes sense because the camera sitting on there looks like what's on a drone. They basically just took the drone, took the drone off it, put it into a handheld and said, here, you know, and the quality of drone photography is amazing. So, um, and the, I'm sure has done some wonderful things. I mean, yeah. they, they really have. I'm really impressed with them. We used to get drones for reviews back in the day when we had a guy and they had a really good influencer program. And then they just decided they didn't care anymore about influencers um, or reviewers, I guess, for that matter. I mean, they, they kind of went the Apple route. They went to uh, top tier influencers and people didn't say anything negative about them. Um, so tell us, uh, anything more about what, what's the future of, uh, Brian Basilico? What's, what do you got going on? Let's uh, get the final plugs in as we round up. Yeah. The show. yeah. The final plugs, man, is just, you know, I'm working on a new book. If you want to find out about the books, go to not about you, the letter you.com. You'll find all the books. I'll be posting some preview stuff. I don't know when this is airing, but I, you know, should have at least a chapter or two up there soon. Um, you know, I'm, going to continue to podcast. I'm going to continue to work. And, you know, I mean, my, my market is, you know, the companies I work with are bigger B2B companies. So they're still cranking, you know, the medical industry. I mean, people still need medical, medical food, transportation, those kind of things. That was the one good thing I did a couple of years ago was switch to that kind of company because they've got the money, they've got the industry, you know? So, um, but I mean, the biggest thing I would say is, is just listen to the podcast there's so many great people on there. 
um, out of 500 episodes, if you can't find 10 episodes that blow your mind, I'd be amazed. And the Bacon Podcast is uh, voted one of uh, 35 outstanding podcast picks by Inc. Magazine. That's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, no, it's been voted by a bunch of different um, a bunch of different places as one of the top ones. And again, you know, if you go to iTunes and you look at the top 200, mm-hmm. you know, popularity, I'm not in there. But the bottom line is, is when you find it and you listen to it, you the people that listen to it get it. You mm-hmm. know, this isn't foo foo crap. You know, I'm not rah rahing people into their, <laughs> you know, stuff. It's it, this is all about practical. When you're finished with a podcast in ten or twenty minutes, you're going to walk away with an actionable tip. You know, the last one I did was on what I call H2H and ROR, which is human to human interaction and return on relationship. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the return on the relationship of getting to know you and chatting on Facebook every once in a while is you help me with my dog when my dog was going through stuff, you know, and, you know, that's how all this stuff started. That's real relationship stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what life is about is the relationships that you build. Nobody cares about, you know, whether you have a GoPro or, you know, a drone or shit when you die. What they care about is what, you know, impact did you make on them? That's you know, true. One way, shape or form. Wow. That's the life lesson right there. You just, you just, you just hit it out of the park at the end. Mm-hmm. There yeah, you go. That, that was my money shot, baby. There you go. That was the money yeah. shot. <laughs> Dropping loads. Uh, so everyone check out baconpodcast.com. It's baconpodcast.com. I watch Howard Stern way too much. Uh, I hear you, man. Uh, that's where that drop and loads reference comes from. He used to do that as a bit. It was kind of funny. Um, but uh, uh, take and watch his show. He's one of the top marketers to fall in 2018. Top 10 marketing automation audio podcasts in 2019. Look at all these awards you have on this website. This is pretty amazing. Go follow him. Uh, uh, Brian is an amazing guy. I'm friends with him on Facebook and Twitter and stuff. Uh, he's really funny. Uh, <laughs> he's just outrageous <laughs> that they could fall every day. I think every day you put up a uh, caption this. One, yeah, one. Uh, every every morning I put up a, a inspirational quote of the day. Every night at five o'clock central, there's a caption contest. Yeah, and tonight's gonna be awesome. You'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's some interesting photos. The caption, like, like it, so, it, it's the highlight of my day every time I see that post because I just go, "Oh my freaking hell!" What? The well, heck? the the coolest thing about it, it is a hundred percent crowdsourced. I don't find these fans. Oh, do they, of the ca- you, they send them to you now? Yeah, fans oh, of the ca- forever, going. man, forever. The caption contest has always been about people sending me these images, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, I don't. I basically have a folder on my desktop. I go, thank you. I take it. I put it in the folder, and they're just lined up. And I say, okay, I feel like doing this one today. You know, the one yet, one yesterday, or I think it was Saturday or Sunday, was a guy on a bicycle with a casket behind it going by a Jimmy John. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and that was in honor of, um, you know, Corona Fest. I mean, figuring, you know, that would be, you know, the way they do it in the South, I think. Wouldn't uh, that be yeah. better to have that going in front of a Chipotle? <laughs> yeah, it probably would. But, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, I was dealt a Jimmy John, so I had to show you, the Jimmy John. You got to you gotta go with the Jimmy John's there. Yeah. Because uh, there you go. Well, and you also have a mastermind. Let's plug that mastermind real quick. Yeah, Does it's the bacon. on that? Yeah, Bacon Weekly Mastermind. You can find that on baconcoach.com. You're welcome to come in and try it out. You have to get interviewed by me first, though. Yeah, I just oh, really? Anybody come in. Oh, yeah. You have to yeah, interview have, to get in your mastermind? Absolutely, yeah. Wow. Because you have to be a good fit. You know, is, you there, have to have is, a, is there a casting couch for this or what? 
No, there's no casting couch in it, dude. The only casting couch in my house is the couch downstairs when my wife casts me out of bed. Yeah, that's, the ca- <laughs> that's the casting couch. People wonder why I'm still single. Anyway, guys, uh, and I should say Brian has a wonderful wife. She's an angel, and, and she, she uh, makes great She's married to me. She put up with me for all these years, dude. Well, I mean, you know, that's kind of what wives uh, do, I guess. She literally saved my life this year, too, man. So. She really did. We were all worried about you, man. That was uh, that was some scary stuff. That Although I, when she started uh, showing up with her pool boy, though, at the, at the <laughs> hospital and posting pictures of that, we were kind of wondering. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> Nestor, Nestor the pool boy. Pool <laughs> boy! <laughs> oh my god, uh, that was that's that's just that whole thing's hilarious. I, I used to use that joke with all my married friends, and and I go, I go, well, anytime they'd be on track. Uh, out of town speaking or traveling i'd be like so uh is your wife had the pool boy over or you're gone and they would always go we don't have a pool chris and i'm like yeah that's the problem <laughs> 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 she has a pool boy and you don't have a pool that's uh that's the first sign right there yeah anyway it's I, I, been- I, yeah we gotta start a podcast called nestor to the pool boy man i'm telling you <laughs> it'd be a huge hit <laughs> <laughs> I can't even believe, like, if I was going to make up a story, like, I, I don't even know what to do with that whole Nestor thing. Like, I know what to do with it, but I uh, I don't know. But my, my best post was that one that I did of the Spirit Rhino Girls where I mocked it and I said, this is, these are my kids. I've raised them. I'm so proud of my. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Time to go home. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's been wonderful to have Brian on, and you can see the fun that me and Brian have and the fun that he has on his show. So go check it out. Go check out his books and all that good stuff. We certainly appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, thanks for being here. To my audience, please share the show. Uh, refer to your friends, neighbors, relatives, dogs, cats, pool boys, mistresses. Get them in on the show. Have, just play it when you leave the house so the cockroaches have something to listen to, the dogs and cats, you know, have something to listen to. It'll it'll calm them or make them mad or crazy. Either way, um, I don't know. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> just turn on all your Alexas at the same time so every room you go to, you can actually hear, you know, Chris and me billowing through your house that's that's the point. Chris and me billowing that could be another podcast title there which is yeah. you and i should just do a podcast here in the future a podcast episode in the future where we just come up with stupid names for future podcasts because there's so many podcasts they've got to be running out of names for them and dot coms right oh they are so so we should do like a a whole hour on just stupid names for podcasts that, that'd be a show right you know we could do it <laughs> We could. <laughs> yeah, Nestor the Pool Boy is the first one. Though. We have to get really drunk before the show, though. Yeah, but so. yeah, I don't drink anymore. Do you drink? <laughs> no, no, no. I had to move to edibles. I can't. Yeah, so yeah, we don't. Yeah, do so anymore. yeah, I just have to get some edibles, and I could do that. That'd be cool. <laughs> I don't know. The only problem with edibles is it'd be like, uh, I just want to sleep. No, no, man. What do you think? <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Well, I appreciate my honest for being here. Be sure to uh, tune in often. That would be daily, no flipping, and we'll see you next time.